they can't really afford to do mistakes, for example, that cost tens of hundreds of dollars. The risk that has been awarded to Solana at that particular time has been too much for what it should have been. So people had kind of other worries, <laughs> other things to take care of before buying NFTs and buying art. That's our goal. Our end goal is to help artists make a living. What's up, Crypto Farm? Welcome to Cointelegraph's Hashing It Out. I'm your host, Elisha, and you can find me on Twitter at GHCryptoGuy. On this show, we will talk about crypto and everything Web3 with upcoming talent and leaders in the space. We will be taking you on a ride around the crypto block, answering questions and highlighting the next big innovations in the space. Before we dive in, remember to follow us on whatever platform you're tuning in from so you don't miss another episode. And if you want more crypto news as it happens, check out Cointelegraph.com. It's time to hash it out. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Hashing It Out. My name is Elisha, and we are continuing with our 2024 Crypto Narratives conversation. We took a break for one week where we spoke about wallet security, which can also be seen as a narrative for 2024, considering all the hacks that have happened the year before. But today we are talking about Solana, one of the biggest stars in the crypto space this year. And Solana had a very interesting start to 2023. And then by the time we got to the end of the year, Solana was soaring in terms of price action and developer activity. So I'm really excited to be joined by Larissa Babu, COO of Exchange Arts, a platform on Solana to talk about all that is happening in the Solana ecosystem. Hello, Larissa, and welcome. Hello, Elisha. Thank you so much for having me. Amazing. So first question I ask everybody is, how did you get into crypto? Give us a quick intro about yourself. So I've been in crypto since 2016. My first interaction with the cryptocurrency was Ethereum. It was back then when it was around $7. And I started to learn about the technology and about cryptocurrencies back then. And in 2021, myself with a really good team started to build exchange art with a vision of bringing artists on this particular blockchain because we've seen the benefits of the blockchain compared to whatever else was available back then. And we had a vision of how this technology can be used to offer um, opportunities to artists that can't afford normal Ethereum gas prices to make a living by selling their art. Sounds interesting. You already explained why you're building the Solana ecosystem. So why are you building in the Solana ecosystem specifically? There are so many networks that you could have selected, but you decided to build on Solana. Back in 2021, when we have started Exchange Art, Solana seemed like a very natural choice to build this sort of community. It already had a bit of community around it. The developers that were building on Solana were extremely passionate about bringing all this new technology alive and improving it. And the way it is built really helps us onboard artists that, yes, as I previously said, can't really afford to run on Ethereum. They can't really afford to do mistakes, for example, that cost tens or hundreds of dollars on Ethereum. So that's why we started on Solana two, three years ago. I'm really happy we did. I think it was the right choice for us and it helped us massively to give these sort of opportunities to all sorts of people from from all around the globe. Let's talk about Solana's 2023. If you were to describe 
the Solana ecosystem and the growth of the ecosystem saw in 2023 in one word, what would that one word be? I would say it's resilient. And I think that's exactly what I appreciate about the Solana ecosystem. It is resilient. People that have been here and that have been building using this technology have been going through a lot of stuff over the past two years. We can remember from network being down two years ago, so in 2022, to the FTX fiasco that impacted all of us and not only Solana holders, but also holders of other cryptocurrencies that used FTX as a market. So I think resilience is what characterizes this community in 2023 because it, it has been the deepest of the bear market. Yeah, the second person to use the word resilient for Solana. I've had a similar conversation with someone recently. And at this point, I feel like I've heard the word so many times that I would probably just begin to believe that the Solana ecosystem is resilient. Let's talk about what led. <laughs> it is. I mean, people haven't left. That's the thing. People haven't left. And they had to adapt to the new market conditions, even if it took longer. This market has been quite long and painful for everyone. But the same people that are new in the ecosystem a year or two years ago are the same people that are here today, which I find impressive considering the pain that we've all went through. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think it's really interesting how these things work because, and it fits into my next question. At a point, we thought people had left. At the beginning of 2023 and latter part of 2022, we saw Solana take a beating in terms of price and activity in, in the ecosystem. What led to that time of silence for a lack of a better? It was obviously the FTX fiasco. Now, ironically, Q1 2023, the one that you're talking about, has been our best time uh, in terms of revenue, for example, on Solana last year, apart from December, which took us by those of surprise. But we had a really good Q1 last year, despite all the FTX fiasco. It in that event impacted a lot of people and a lot of people, normal people and businesses have lost their money. So it's natural that people wanted to take a step back and they reassess the risk, the temporary risk um, that they allocated to Solana. However, I think, and I've always thought, the risk that has been awarded to Solana at that particular time has been too much for what it should have been. And I'm glad to see now in the past two, three months that the market is readjusting to price in a lot of the things that Solana is, meaning a good technology, a good community, and all the progress that has been made. Yeah. And I find it interesting that you said people did not leave, um, yet we saw like a reduction in activity and whatnot. And I understand you saying people did not leave here, meaning like people who were building and were actually putting work into Solana. So my question then would be, what did the Solana community do to respond? Yeah. And the reason why I'm asking this question is I think it's very easy for us to say, oh, Solana was experiencing a downturn because of FTX and now Solana is back. But I think part of the story that is important is what steps did the community take? What steps did builders take to bring people back into the ecosystem? I've seen a lot of support of moral support often between players that have stayed in the ecosystem. We on OnExchange outside, we were able to have calls, for example, with the founders of Solana, with Raj. And I've seen that from smaller projects as well, projects between themselves, asking for advice and offering advice on how to best survive this bear market. Yeah. So let's look at some of the 
things that brought people back to Solana. I mean, before the price action, we saw an increase in activity. So I don't want to do this by saying, oh, like, why did people come back to Solana beyond the price action? Because I feel like the price action came along the way. So what is the unique selling point or what was the unique selling point of Solana in 2023 that led people to move back or new people to adopt Solana to begin with? We saw a lot of new projects being launched on Solana and lots of people were coming to Solana for the first time. That is true based on the metrics you've seen from big platforms like Phantom Wallet, who are seeing like a large number of new downloads and new wallets being created. What is that unique selling point? I don't think there is one particular selling point. I mean, of course, news about Firedancer, Jumps Firedancer coming alive helped a lot. And there were a few more technical news that were announced during Breakpoint, which was end of October, beginning of November. Of course, those helped revise quite a lot the optimism about the future. However, I do think the initial price that, I mean, the price of Solana after FTX was highly oversold. And with all those news coming to life and being announced, I think people realized that the technology was here all the time. People continue to develop. Hence, they kind of jumped back in on the price and the price adjusted itself to the reality of what Solana is. Yeah. Okay. So let's come to exchange art. What did you experience as a builder in this space because of the surge? Did you see exponential growth? What was the extent of this growth as Solana saw an increase in price and in activity? So December has been our biggest month ever. We managed to achieve $1.8 million of sales, which is double than our Ethereum, main Ethereum competitor. So we have seen an increased activity from new artists that came on board. And most of them have been coming back from Ethereum and have been experiencing Solana and Exchange for the first time. So that has been great. I don't think it's only because of the price action of Solana. There has been a few more things that have lined up. And we talk about the Bitcoin price here. We are talking about perspectives of interest rate, US interest rates as being decreasing next year. And we are, of course, talking about the impact that a possible ETF approval can have on the whole market. So with all of these coming to life towards uh, the end of Q3 last year, and Exchange being a, a really good platform in all fairness and a very easy to use, we have seen indeed an increase in um, artists and collectors coming to try this side of the NFT market. Another reason why I was excited to talk to you is because NFTs are also part of the narrative for 2024. So let's zone out of Solana for a bit and talk about the NFT landscape. Did NFTs die in 2023? They haven't. They've never died. They had a quieter time in all fairness, but it's pretty much the same what happened with the economy as well, right? Because I live in the UK and I know the economy here hasn't been exactly thriving in 2023 either. So people had kind of other worries, <laughs> other things to take care of before buying NFTs and buying art. We have seen the art market also, the traditional art market being slightly impacted as well. So I think we just kind of lined up with all those macro events that happened. But yes, NFTs haven't died. NFTs are here to stay. <laughs> yeah, but it's... Interesting that you say that because 
we saw a lot of NFT projects take a beating. And I think that's true for all projects in the crypto space. But what people have complained about is the lack of liquidity and trading activity for some NFT collections that were pretty big during the bull run. What do you think would happen with NFTs in 2024 and how are platforms looking to address these issues that make people a bit skeptical about trading NFTs? So I just want to point out one little thing. Indeed, we have seen projects leaving the space or having a really, really hard time. I mean, I don't know if there is one project, be it an exchange, a marketplace, being anything at all, that didn't have a hard time during 2023. And again, I would like just to draw a parallel to the normal world in which we live in, when during financial crisis, there is a crunch and some of the businesses that can't adapt, they kind of think or they go quiet and then when they find the resources to start again, they'll start again. So again, I think it's just mirroring what's going on in the global market. I am not sure what NFT marketplaces are doing because the NFT world kind of splits into its the PFP and the generative side, which typically have a really high volume of trading. And then it's the art side where exchange art is that has lower volume, lower kind of liquidity naturally. And that's by design pretty much. It's pretty much designed as the traditional artwork. So on our side, we have features that we will bring alive to help more users have an impact and have an activity in this area. So we will bring features, for example, for more curators to come on board. And we have a few more features that we will bring to life this year that hopefully will uh, keep the trading activity at higher levels than what we have seen in 2023. I'm not sure what the other marketplaces are doing, but what I can say certainly is that the economy as a whole and the crypto economy has an impact. So if those are doing great, then we will see activity happening in the NFT sector as well. Okay, so let's now come back to Solana. I think we've discussed the general NFT landscape. Are there any trends in the Solana NFT landscape that are not happening with the broader NFT landscape? Is there something specific happening in the Solana ecosystem in regards to NFT specifically that stands out? So we have seen, for example, photographers coming along. And we haven't seen that many artists going to Ethereum from Exchange Art because mainly because of the cost and because the way Ethereum platforms are set up. But we have seen a huge influx of artists coming from Ethereum to us. And that kind of marked our 2023, our December 2023. Photographers have taken the first step out of all the categories of art that are on, on Ethereum photography. Uh, photographers, I think, were the most courage. They displayed the most um, courage to try something new and try a new ecosystem. I think this is one of the things that we're seeing at the moment that didn't really happen in Ethereum. Yeah, I think another thing then, since you brought in photographers and artists, how is Exchange Arts protecting the creator? Because we've seen that that is also an issue that comes up a lot um, with the NFT market, royalties, and just how platforms treat their attempts to make money, increase their profit margins, and making sure that creators are well taken care of. What is the strategy that Exchange Art is deploying on that issue? So we pride ourselves in offering as much uh, the best customer service that we can. But apart from that, we have always protected royalties. And back in the days, two years ago, when royalties started to be in danger for the first time, 
we have took a, a strong stance and we have implemented the quickest solution that we could back then to ensure royalties are being paid to artists that want to have them paid. Since then, we have always had that stance and we have always protected royalties. We have seen how much they help an artist make a living. And that's our goal. Our end goal is to help artists make a living. So we will only support royalties and really, really happy to protect them with all the tools that we can build. What are your NFT projections for 2024? What big things do you see happening with NFTs in 2024? I think one of ones and editions will have a greater impact than previously had because what I'm seeing is that the bad branding that NFTs earned over the past two, three years with the avenue of Board APF Club and that sort of stuff kind of went away. A lot of times when I would speak to an artist and I would try to onboard them and to offer them this opportunity of selling their art as NFTs, they would stand back because they would associate the idea of an NFT with the scams that they have seen or heard in media. So I think it took a bit of time for this sort of news to kind of wash up and allow all the other types of NFTs and all the other type of art that happens in the ecosystem to get their kind of airtime in the press as well. We've seen a few media outlets talking about artists that have dropped on exchange art from Katzimard to Alessandro Fiori, who um, is the lead designer at Ferrari. We have seen media starting to pick up more and more stories of artists that are dropping in the space. So I think we'll see a lot more of this. Also, it helps a lot that uh, traditional auction houses like Sotheby's and Christie's are also pushing the same agenda with us and also um, talking about our amazing artists that they discovered and showing the world what can be done with this technology. It's not all about pump and dumps and, you know, like uh, scams and all that sort of stuff. So with this bad branding going away, I think we'll see in 2024 and in 2025 a lot more independent artists entering the space and giving it a try and making a home for themselves. Let's talk about how the increase in lots of traditional artists being interested in NFTs would affect traditional art houses. Are we going to see NFTs become more integrated into these art houses or are these art houses just going to retire and become digital moving forward? So I think they are doing a great job at the moment having both traditional art and NFTs. I do see a play in which they keep doing both and maybe they can use the NFTs as a certificate of authenticity or, or to serve as provenance or that sort of stuff. So I can see them trying to combine physical and the NFTs to achieve a better outcome for the provenance and authenticity. Would you say there's a pushback from the traditional art sector against NFTs? I know you said most of them are doing a good job, but have, have you seen like a couple of people in the traditional sector who are not happy about the growth of NFTs and what it does to art? I think there's a lot of misunderstanding and rightly so. It's not an easy dominant sector to understand, especially because there are so many entities in this sector that are pushing the technology to new boundaries and things are changing so often. So I think there is a lot more misunderstanding. I assume it will um, it will clear up in time. Okay, as we wrap up for Exchange Arts specifically, what should people expect in 2024? So we will bring to life more features on Solana. 
and we are talking about more digital exhibitions, more features for digital exhibitions. Uh, we have an airdrop that's coming along. We have a lot of features that we would like to bring up to life this year. No pressure at all. <laughs> but we have a really busy schedule and roadmap. Okay, sounds good. Looking forward to that. Thank you very much for joining me on this episode. Looking forward to talking to you in the future about NFTs, uh, exchange art, and all that is happening on Solana. Thank you so much, Elisha. Thanks for having me. All good things must come to an end, and so does our show. You've been listening to Hashing It Out by Cointelegraph, where we talk about crypto and everything Web3. I'm your host, Elisha, at GH Crypto Guy on Twitter. And if you liked this episode, please make sure to subscribe and leave a review. Please do this. It will really help us out. I need to get out of my mom's basement. Don't get me fired. Subscribe wherever you're listening to us. Leave a review and have a great day. Thank you. Thank you.